Welcome to the 50 Days to Vitality small group series. For this part of our 50 Days to Vitality, we are gathering in the worship center for a brief time of focus led by Pastor Paul and then breaking up into small groups to discuss. For this first focus time, we pick up as Pastor Paul shares about Ken Pretty from the Go Center. And he spoke at that Presbyterian meeting, I've heard him several times, and he spoke here that weekend and charges us to be a Great Commission church. And so that's what I want to talk about this morning. What does that look like? What does that mean? Well, the first thing that I, I want to uh, point out to you is a chart that uh, similarly he gave us both that weekend and I've also heard him speaking in Presbytery before. These are Ken Pretty's words, rhyming, incline, recline, decline. This is almost a life cycle of a church, but it doesn't have to be, and that's part of why we're here today. Incline are those churches whose ministry and impact are, are on the rise. They are doing things um, that are quality as well as quantity. They are making a difference. They are churches where converts are coming transformed, meaning they weren't believers of Jesus before, and now they are. Recline are those churches who have maybe gone through some of that at some, some stage in their life and have gotten to a point where we've arrived. Other, other phrases, other words for recline are status quo, coasting, why do we need to do anything different? We're comfortable. But there's still ministry going on. But now it's more of, well, they're going to, new folks are going to come see us, right? I mean, what a great group of people we are, granted. Shouldn't they want to come here as opposed to us going out and finding where are those people who don't yet know about Jesus, who don't yet have a church home. Things are still going great, but they've started to slip in terms of impact and, and obedience to Jesus Christ. Incline has happened. It's, it's great on, on Bible reading, prayer, sharing the gospel, Recline, those things are still happening, but just not with, not with gusto, not with, man, this is a, a heart's desire. And if a church isn't careful, it will start going down. Purposely, this chart shows us that the next big step is decline. So when you get to decline, those are the churches whose ministry and impact are almost non-existent. They're just there for the group that comes on those Sunday mornings. They're closed-knit. They're not welcoming. And they're one step away from death of a church. Unfortunately, hundreds of churches close every year in the U.S. What Ken Pretty in his statistics, and I've heard this besides just him, 
80% of American Protestant churches are somewhere between recline and decline. 80%. That means one in five are on an incline life cycle. This doesn't have to show itself to completion. In other words, this is not going to be Benton Heights' life cycle. So we're, we feel like, and I th- the vision team is right on target with this, I think, in our session. Benton Heights right now is in recline. We're doing great things, no doubt about it. Jesus Christ, we want to keep central. But there's some things that we can do more of, more impact, changing people's lives, transforming. And so we're not going to take that next dive. We're going to take it from where we are, and this is where the incline comes back in for us. We say, okay, well, what are we supposed to be doing as a church then? This is where the Great Commission comes in. This is Matthew chapter 28, referred to as the Great Commission because it is Jesus commissioning. It is Jesus calling. It is Jesus commanding. Then Jesus came to them and said, so this is after the, the resurrection. This is last words recorded in the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Jesus has all authority to rule and reign. He is. But then he gives that authority to us to go and make disciples of all nations. That's a lot different than making church members. It doesn't say go and add to the roles. Go and make disciples. That's a lifelong journey. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded. Not just to know, teach to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the end of the age. What we are about to embark on, these 50 days to vitality, are going to impact us. Impact us as believers that we want to be transformed. We want to draw in closer to the heart of God. But it's also about our church going beyond for the sake of the kingdom. To those who don't yet have a church even to those who don't yet know that they need a church because they don't yet know the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So how do we go about doing that? What's, what's a resource? How do we, how do we get uh, the wisdom behind it? God has given us a great resource. It's His Word. You know, a little over a year ago, we started putting the Bible background readings at the back of the bulletin. And in this year, I've heard many great comments about that. Some even to the point of saying, you know, I never consistently, regularly read 
the Bible until those were in place. Imagine if 175 of us were reading the same scripture, the same passage, focusing on and praying for the church in our impact. That's what today is about. It's making a difference. And so the 50 days to vitality is now what you have in your hands. This is yours. This is your booklet. Put your name on it because I'm sure they're going to get some that are going to be left behind. You're going to forget it. You're going to leave it in the pew. You're going to leave it in a classroom, and they all look alike. So put your name on it. The contents of this, the daily readings, and we'll show you how this works in a second. This is all Ken Pretty. He provided this for us, these 50 days. In a little while, you're going to go to your, your small group. We'll tell you all about that in a second. But those facilitators, beginning next week, are going to have a series of questions based on that week's readings. Those questions come from the vision team. The six of us just to remind you who that is, um, besides myself, is Travis Teague, David Bauckham, Nicole Schur, Lexanne Spear, Sarah Brady. The six of us did this 50 days um, a couple of months ago, and then we came up with the questions that we think would help just steer discussion. So not every group is going to have the same outlook. You're going to have different questions, different thoughts, different impact, but it's, it's going to be amazing. We really do think that. Um, I don't mean to insult your intelligence, but let me, let me just have you open it up to page one. And I, I am going to just read the, the top half of this just so that you hear it and we're all on board. Welcome to the 50 Days to Vitality series. Vitality is about a church founded on the person and work of Jesus Christ who commands us to go and make disciples of all nations, commonly referred to as the Great Commission. This involves a serious commitment to prayer, Bible instruction, outreach, and evangelism. This is an exciting process for our whole church family. Through the leading of the Holy Spirit, our church has launched a process towards becoming a Great Commission church. This devotional is a part of that process. 50 Days to Vitality calls for a personal commitment on your part to embrace the process fully, to prepare yourself to play a vital role in moving your church forward toward God's future. It's important for you to be connected spiritually and strategically to all that will emerge as this process unfolds. Last paragraph I want to read. The 50 Days to Vitality is not an end goal but rather a beginning of a new life in our church. This series is meant to challenge us as individuals and as a congregation. It is a walk with the Holy Spirit, and our goal is that each person will prayerfully commit to daily Bible reading, prayer, and reflection as to how God is moving us more fully into His will. Turn over to page 2. 
this afternoon, sometime after church, we're inviting you to read day one, the scripture passage, and then the devotional. Everyone that follows just day to day is at most a half a page. It won't take long. Not to do the reading. The scripture passages are very short. And then there are spaces in which you can just jot down whatever thoughts come to mind. Maybe something about that scripture. Maybe something that, that, that God is speaking to your heart. Maybe something about that devotional you just read that, that is also bringing life to Benton Heights. And so each day, you see Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So every week, Sunday through Friday, there's the reading. Each Saturday is a time for directed prayer. So that's kind of the, the, the culmination of those six days that you've just finished, then on Saturday, let it be about prayer, reflecting and, and focusing on prayer. So that as you come back next Sunday, and just to be clear, we come back in this room. You start here. Even though we're going to go to small groups in just a second, you'll find out where that group is, who the, the small group facilitator is, and all of that, and still start here. Every Sunday, we'll be in here just for a few minutes, just to get a, a you know, kind of the, the thought of the, of the morning, prayer, and then we'll go to our groups. But what that means is then next Sunday, after you've come in here, you disperse to your small groups, you will have had a week's worth of reading, thinking through, praying, um, studying, learning what God's got in store, and then the facilitator is simply going to just get things going with some questions. And how everyone else participates is what makes that group go. Um, so 9.30 in here every week. The, the um, small groups are, uh, are only, we only know, we don't have a master list that says, okay, here's who in, is in every single group. There are a few that are distinguished. Um, everyone who is in the choir, by the way, I should say this, on the very back of your book, I'm not going to have it on mine, but on the very back of your book should be a sticker and it gives a room. Okay, say that one more time. Okay, if, if, if you, as an adult, has on your book room 303, we need to trade that out with somebody. That's actually the youth. I know you're just barely over youth age. Some of you, if it's got 303 on it, we need to trade them out. Yes, Mitchell and Beth. Was there another one up here? Donnie? Rosemary? And if you put your name on it, thank you. Anyhow, that's okay. We'll, we'll put a sticker over that. We've got extras. Okay. 
So on the backs, <laughs> corrected now, are the, are the stickers that give you the location. The room numbers, just so it makes it easy, I think we've, we may even have a slide about this. All the 100s are to your left. All the classrooms over here are 100s. 200s are those behind you along that hallway. The 300s are the hallway to your right. Now, there are certain groups that are already uh, kind of set, and that is the choir, and the choir is going to be in the choir room, and um, Tom and Cheryl, Cheryl, with Tom's help, is going to lead that group. The youth are going to be in 303, uh, which is the small Sunday school class. All the youth are going to be in there, and Matt and Jesse Henson are going to be leading that one. Um, by the way, our, the, the children are right now under the care of others in our youth room, and that's why those doors, it's important that we keep those locked so nobody is coming through there. Um, that's going to be the case for these eight weeks. So those doors outside the youth room are going to remain locked um, just for the security of that, um, but we're thankful that, that they've got a place to go. Um, then the praise team has its own group, and, and Adam, with Lexan's help, is going to be doing that one. Um, each of the vision team members and their spouses are, are kind of coupled with that. So um, myself and Lori, Lori's under the weather today, but um, we'll be in one of the groups, which also means that um, Mark and Nicole Schur, um, Chris and, and Sarah Brady, um, uh, Travis and Jessica Teague, uh, David Bauckham will have a group and will be with the choir. And um, have I left anybody out of those, the vision team? And then additionally, um, Dick Richards is one of the facilitators, and, and maybe with Carol's help, same way it could be said with Jackie Dixon, maybe Donnie's help. And um, Jody Edwards, where are you, Jody? Jody, again, maybe Phillip's help um, as a part of that. Have I left anybody out that are facilitators. And by facilitators, we don't have the answers. We just got all the questions. <laughs> and that's, what's gonna, that's what you're going to find um, going forward. So, have I left anything out, vision team, folks that you all can think of? Does anybody have a question about anything at this point? Any questions? Any? Okay. So, we'll, by the time you get to your room, we'll have about 15 minutes left this morning um, just to get to kind of to know who's in your group. And each room has a sign-up sheet just so that we'll have that contact information so the group will have um, a way to, you know, just to reach out um, to you during the week if that's needed. Um, the last thing that I'll say before you, I dismiss everybody is I should have said this before we started having our single service, but for those of you that um, are more mobile, please make sure that your parking allows, you know, the, in other words, park further away if you can, and that gives those who are less mobile a chance to be closer to the doors. Does make sense? Um, so I know y'all will help on that. Um, 
All right, if there are no questions, let me pray. Let me pray for us, and then we'll, we'll go find out where we are. Lord God, we know who we are. We're yours. And your promise is nothing changes about that ever. No one can snatch us out of your hand. And so we know that the promises of Scripture are true. We know that you're real and alive. And through the power of your Holy Spirit, you are at work. And through the resurrected life of Jesus, you are wanting to blow afresh through this place. Not just through this room, but every single person and everyone that is yet to come into this place to call home for faith. And Lord, I I thank you that you've uh, brought this to us at this time in, in this church's life so we can be more of the church that you call us to be. And we find life in you through Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.